live and pre-recorded. This is the Red Ticket Blues Podcast. I am Brian Buckley. This is being recorded on June 18th, 2020 to hit the internet on June 19th, 2020, which is also, a lot of numbers, try to keep up, 10 days away from the 40th anniversary of the Jerry Seinfeld vomit. Not since June 29th, 1980. You remember the date? Yes, because my previous vomit was also June 29th. 1972. There you go. So, uh, yeah, so keep that in mind uh, next time you're vomiting or on June 29th. But uh, if you're new to the show or if you're not, you can listen on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, Podbean, U- uh, FM Player, and all sorts of other ones that no, one, no one's really heard of. They're on, like, the fifth page of Google. But you're welcome to consume the content in that way. Or uh, follow me on Twitter, which I'm barely on, huh? at BrianBuck13 and at RedTicketBlues. Uh, I just had to take a week off from Twitter and I'll be back, but you know what? The, everything going on, everything going on in my personal life, just in the sense that, well, first of all, it's hot. Um, so yeah, I, I, I don't go on Twitter when it's hot. Everyone knows that. It's like Newman. It's, it's raining. He, he doesn't, he doesn't, doesn't deliver the mail. And, uh, it just gotten too crazy. And I just said, I, I don't need this, but yeah, you know, and like I mentioned last time, buying a house, bought the house. It's in our name. We haven't technically moved in yet. Um, but what is this? Brian, stay safe and save trip to the pharmacy. Yeah, leave me alone. Um, but the, uh, you know, just the idea then that, you know, we walk in there and just like, you know, seeing that empty house. Of course, you saw it with stuff in it when you when you looked at it and made the bid on it. And we walk in and it's just like, ah, oh, shit. I mean, it looks great, but uh, I got to I gotta decorate this place. And, and my wife and I, we, we're, we're doing a purge of a lot of our stuff. You know, she got her job out here and, you know, they paid for the all the transportation to come out here. So we basically just said, oh, yeah, take all of our stuff. Yeah, go for it. And then, you know, after the years go by, it's just like we started looking at some of the stuff. And it's just like, yeah, this stuff's not really not that nice. You know, nothing against Ikea furniture, but Ikea furniture that's, you know, chipped and, uh, you know, not in the best condition. You kind of want to do better when you're moving into a house as opposed to renting. That's just the way I'm looking at it. So uh, we are going to look like, and I think I mentioned this in the last podcast, we're going to look like quite the minimalists. We are going to uh, move in. This is what we will have in our in our living room when we first move in. We will have a television, and that's it. Uh, so yeah, the, <laughs> our couch will not does not fit in the maneuvering of the living room. There, it's kind of a smaller living room. Uh, more more uh, square footage. Obviously, we're not downgrading, but. Yeah, the, the, the couch isn't going to fit in there. The uh, coffee table we had there is, you know, it's an Ikea one. It's all, it's bubbling. It's, it's, it, it's not looking good. Uh, and so we, we got to redecorate. We, our kitchen table was a piece of garbage. We got rid of that. We, so we don't have a kitchen table. Uh, so yeah, I mean, these are the kind of things. <laughs> I mean, we're going to want, we're literally going in with a desk, a few lamps. Uh, let's see. Uh, we got a bookshelf. Uh, the bureau we have is a piece of garbage. That's not coming with us. We got to, we, we got to do some furniture shopping this weekend which is going to be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to it. We have a bed. That's not going anywhere. But uh, yeah, we're going to look like quite the minimalists. We're going to be, you know, sitting on the floor, all that sort of stuff. But that's part of the joy of moving, right? And then I walk in there. I'm like, what if something goes wrong? I have no one to call except for professionals. I want to take my money, blah, 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 blah. And then you say, Brian, 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 relax. You know, plenty of idiots that own houses and they are completely fine. You're going to be fine too. You're smarter than them by some stretch of the imagination. You're going to be fine. But that's been on my mind. And obviously, you know, you know, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, man, this whole George Floyd thing. Oh, God, come on. Let's move on. But, I mean, that element has been, uh, on, on social media at least, has just been excruciating. And what I mean by that is not the actual police reform or the death of George Floyd and what happened. It's the, 
it's it's what happens in in especially you know civil unrest or, or racial situations. What is that? Hold on. I thought that was some sort of bug, but it looks like just some piece of lint or something. Uh, but you, you can look at the idea of George Floyd and uh, you know his his death, which is terrible. I mean, those that, that was a murder. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Uh, it's this idea that if you want to put it in an illustration. You know, George Floyd is a like a caravan, and it's like, hey, everyone, hop on with your cause. Oh, what's your cause? Police reform? All right, get in there. Oh, it's uh, black trans lives? Oh, come on in there. Okay, here you go. Oh, gun rights. Yeah, well, listen, we're going to have to keep you guys apart, but hey, you come on here too. Hey, everyone come on with your cause. Some of this shit has nothing to do with anything. You know? It, it's just, oh, my God. It's... It, it just gets to be too much, and it's just this. We talk about how Twitter is like an echo chamber when you, for the people that you want. It's how about when it's an echo chamber of just everyone screaming at each other, and it just got to be so much that I'm just. And this whole idea of, you know, defunding the police, which, you know, I've seen so many ridiculous ideas on Twitter, and I was talking with uh, some of the gents, uh, some, some 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 friends of the podcast, you know, and we came up with better ideas than most of these people. I mean, I think there's a clear misunderstanding of what defund the police means for some people. Uh, no, Brian, actually, if you learn the definition. No, 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 no. I, I know the definition. I know what it means. And the, the, the definition itself is actually open to interpretation if you want to be that, if you want to be smart about it or let me be frank about it. Uh, but defunding the police, maybe allocating funds in a different way. Okay, I'm fine with that. Uh, but then you see some people that actually have signs. You know, when we say defund the police, or we're gonna get rid of the police. That doesn't mean abolish the police. No, no, no. There are signs that say abolish the police. Yeah, yeah. Just, just go on, go on social media. You'll find them. Abolish the police. Social workers are gonna show up to you know mass shooting. Excuse me, uh, sir. Can you put down your gun just for a second? We gotta develop a treatment plan. Yeah, it's not gonna work. But I mean, I was talking to some of the gents. I mean, some of these ideas. You know, things like how about you know there should be some sort of continuing education for police officers. You know, just something, you know, because think about it. I'm not saying this is every police officer, but when you're 18 years old and they give you a badge and a gun, that's all. You're not emotionally ready. You're not emotionally ready for life, let alone getting a gun. And listen, we, we know if there's any closed off culture in this world, it's law enforcement. So you're sticking with those same people. You are not evolving emotionally at all. And I know if there's some police officers and they say, ah, look at this, you bullshit liberal. I'm not getting emotional. Okay. Exactly. You're not even listening to me. You're already shutting me out. You don't care. And then the idea that, uh, like I said, continuing education should be able to get some sort of degrees, you know, some sort of thing that shows that you were going to psychology classes, to, to social worker classes, behavioral, you know, courses to understand exactly what you're doing. And, you know, this idea that you, you got to live in your in your jurisdiction, that you're going to be, you know, New York City has it somewhat right. I don't know if they actually require the people who, you know, work in the Bronx to live in the Bronx, but you do have to live in the city. I mean, all these other places, you should have to. There should be, have to be some sort of rapport with the people in your community. Because when you, listen, I'll tell you what. If I was living in an area and people from my community weren't coming in, they were kind of pushing me around, I'd be fucking pissed off too. I mean, that's that's that, that's just that's that is what it is. So, but I mean, that it's just, uh, oh god, man, I, I don't I don't know what to say. And then it's it's all political too, because then it then it just be, and then you have to see the Minnesota mayor crying at George Floyd's coffin, like oh god, would you stop it? Like no one believes that. You didn't even know this person. Now you're weeping? I mean, God almighty. I, I, I don't know. And then you got Trump. I mean, who's obviously just, he, he takes a huge 
thing of gasoline and just throws it on. <laughs> I realize these protesters have gotten too crazy when, with the, I mean, it seems to be over now with, with rioting and whatnot and burning things. And yeah, I, which I, I, I will never understand that. And I think we sometimes see people do a certain thing and we think, oh, well, we associate that with a certain ethnic group or racial group. That's them. That's what they do. You know, uh, so when a white person does something wrong, they say that. And when a black person, I mean, it, it's a very, very small percentage. But those people that actually do that stuff, I will never understand, you know, the burning of stuff in your own community. If you're going to do that shit, I mean, I, at least I saw in some cities, they actually went downtown and did it. Not that I'm condoning that, but it makes a little more sense. It's like you're going to go to Ma and Pa's, like, bodega and, like, smash that shit? Yeah, you've been going there for 30 years to buy tall boys. And now you're going to break it just to say you did it? Like, that never makes sense to me. And I know there's probably that appeal of like smashing like a Target or whatever like that, you know, some big brand. But, you know, that's also people that live in that community no longer have a job now. I mean, but I know, listen, when people are pissed off and that first person throws that brick and does that, I mean, listen, there's a herd mentality that just says, you're right. Screw this. This is this is getting amplified. And Trump, you know, just yelling law and order. That's another reason. You know, I felt like I was becoming a, a person with Trump derangement syndrome on Twitter. So I had to back off. Like, I started noticing, I'm just like, Brian, you're tweeting at least two or three times a day calling Trump crazy. Oh, oh God, that's so that's so witty. And I just said, what, what, what am I doing? Like, what, why, who am I appealing to with this? And what, what point am I trying to make? You don't like Trump, we get it. And I listen, I'm, I think I'm never going to tweet about Trump again is a lie, but I had to check myself is all I'm saying. So I, I had to take a break. And I'll tell you, you know, I've, I've gone on Twitter a little bit just for a few minutes here and there. But man, you forget Donald Trump exists. I don't have cable. I don't have cable. I just, and I live by the local, you know, news that has no opinion whatsoever. They just report the news. It is what it is. You know, you leave it on too long, goes to NBC and Lester Holt. And, you know, obviously the, the world news is a hype machine. They'll, they'll get you. Tonight, millions of Americans are not being fed because of the Trump administration. They want to take away your food. And it's just fear mongering nonstop, nonstop, nonstop. And it's all negative. It's all crazy, except for that last story. We all know. I mean, they, they, they do it a little bit every day, but then they really give it to you, right? right? Give it the business on Friday with that, that heartfelt story. It's, oh, we had a, a turtle with cerebral palsy. You know, he, he, he tutted along and he took the slow route. But you know what? He won in the long run as he saved the town. So-and-so has the story. And then, and then when they back away, I remember, what's her name? Diane Sawyer used to do it all the time. They sit there. And they give a few seconds after the story's over just so you can see them actually looking at the monitor as if they were just so engrossed with the story, as if they'd never seen it before, or they were so into it and entranced by it that they couldn't look away before the camera started. They just go, I, I know you can't see me, but just, you know, you're looking at it and then you say that smile. Go, what a great, what great story, John. That's a great story. That's all for us this week. Just cut the shit. <laughs> just stop it. I hate that. Uh, but we're to just to touch on um, all of the kind of civil unrest, which I will say this. I, I'm not going to say that I obviously condone rioting and, you know, looting and smashing and assaulting people. That's that's I'm going to go on a limb. I'm going to be edgy and say I'm not for that. Uh, but you hear people say, oh, you know, I'm all for protest as long as it's peaceful. It has to be peaceful. I'm not saying to go break things. But, man, if you want to get your point across in a, in a, in a protest you got to be a little more than peaceful, honestly. I mean, a little less than peaceful, whatever way you want to phrase it. There's got to be a little civil disobedience there. There's got to be a little mixing it up with the cops. Now, know that you're liable to get your ass kicked by one. Uh, you got to understand that as well. But, I mean, if you just sit there and we're like, hi, we're peaceful, blah, 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 blah. Guess what? You're not even making the news and no one gives a shit. 
There's a little back and forth. They don't push a cop, you know, do that. You know, just get in their face, scream, maybe throw a few bottles. I mean, listen, again, I don't think that's that big of a deal. You might get arrested. But this whole idea of peaceful protest is if anyone's going to care. Oh, but yeah, they had a bunch of peaceful protests. It was crazy. No, it wasn't. It was peaceful. No, no one cared. <laughs> Stop it. But the other thing that I wanted to talk about that's uh, resurfaced again, which is always a favorite topic of mine with all of this going on, is the statues, which, oh boy, the statues. You know, Confederate statues, I don't want to live in a place where they are there. One, they represent a disgusting period where they want slavery and people to be owned by other people. Two, they're traitors to the union that we now live in. Actually, it's a republic. Shut up. And number three, they lost. They're losers. Losers. All right? Why Why do we have statues for them? I know I have long said it's up to that municipality, and I, and I still kind of stick by that. I mean, whatever, in Backwoods, Georgia, you want something with Jefferson Davis on it? Okay, whatever, man. You want to you hang on to the past? Go for it. I mean, what are you, a fan of the 86 Mets? I mean, geez, get over it. But uh, <laughs> I'll be here all week, folks. I think for me, and yes, I'm a coastal elitist. I understand that. For me, when it comes to the, the Confederate statues, even Christopher Columbus, in a sense, I mean, it's a pretty terrible guy. I, I know Italians, uh, people of Italian heritage, you know, look at him as a source of pride. I, I don't know. I really don't. I mean, the more you learn, and again, we have to, you know, put ourselves in the, in the the shoes of people in that time. But he's pretty much a monster. I mean, I, I sorry, I, that's the way I look at it. And I think the general consensus consensus, if you ask people, is that you do a national poll. Excuse me, would find that they don't like Christopher Columbus. I think that would be the more the majority. Yes. Um, but what I'm always fascinated by, these people that want to rip statues down, cut the heads off of people, throw paint on it. And I saw somebody in Philadelphia, you know, these kids are stupid. They're, they're dumb. Um, and all these people are, listen, part of this whole thing is obviously the fact that George Floyd was basically murdered and the fact that people have been cooped up for the last two or three months. It was a very, very bad storm. Very, very bad. Very, very bad man, Jerry. Very bad. So a lot of them are just completely you know, moving off of reaction and emotion and not really looking at anything. And what I meant by this Philadelphia story is there's, there's some abolitionist guy having a statue in Philadelphia. He's dedicated his life to freeing slaves, all that. And you see these kids pouring paint all over it and trying to rip it down. They have no idea what the hell they're doing. They're just ripping down statues just because anything is a statue is an old white man who has persecuted and oppressed everyone. And maybe not me because I have all the privilege in the world, but I am showing how woke I am. That, that 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 whole scene, that could be a whole podcast in itself, which, and I don't mean just a single podcast, it could start a new podcast about that generation of people. Because I'll tell you, the social media is, is a problem with some of these kids. And, and what I mean by that is social media, they want instant results. They want instant results. They're used to this. It's the only world they've known. They want instant results. And also, social media is about one-upping people too. So when you get these ideas like, you know, so-and-so's bad, actually this person's bad. Oh, well, this person's bad. Well, this person's bad. Well, you know, we should do something about it. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. And in the past, people haven't mobilized and actually done it. Now, sometimes in the future, in this, in the present now, they're doing it for good and bad. <laughs> but uh, it just, uh, anyways, 
kind of kind of going away from my point for a second. Let me have a sip of the beer that I'm drinking here. Another Lagunitas. I've been drinking a lot of Lagunitas lately. Uh, and I, well, I've been drinking a lot of my home brew, which, oh my God, I demolished that. Jesus Christ. I had to stop. And it was like two weeks straight where I was just like, yeah, I'll have another one. I have another one. And I just like, next thing my wife's like, where's all the beer that you had? Uh, those bottled beers that you made in the bathroom. I'm like, oh, they are gone. Just had to, had to dry out for, for a good week or so, I'd say. Uh, but we got Lagunitas. Says it's limited release, but I see it all the time. Uh, Mozango. Okay. Uh, it's a mosaic hopped ale brewed with mango juice. Alcohol percentage 7.7. So, you know, we're getting up there. I think anytime you go over, when you go from six to seven, I think then you're going into another world. Not another world, but you're, 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 you're deciding to take a, another step, another toe, another, another body part into the pool. When you go from six to seven, that that's just my opinion. I'm not a raging alcoholic. Maybe that doesn't mean much to some people, but but the other thing with statues is so let's just say for you know for well let's have a sip of it. Jesus Christ, Brian, you talk about it. It is a uh, it's not my favorite. I mean, Lagunitas always has to tell a story here. The flesh is weak, but the spirit is willing. So what's at the heart of it? Is it the patient and the diligent servant of the committed messenger? Oh, God, enough. But this is where I was. So it's it's a decent beer. Uh, I, I don't know if I'd recommend that beer. Yeah, let's do it. try it together. It's got like a like a bitter taste. Um, I would not be good at reviewing beers. I don't, you know, I don't smoke cigarettes anymore. I think my palate would be better where I could, I mean, I need to go to some class where I can taste beer. I'd be able to describe that. But why would I want to do that? For what reason? To sound like some jerk at a dinner party? Actually, if you, you taste that, you can, do you notice the grapefruit? Do you notice that? Ah, you do. Yep. Yep. And I think there might be a little bit of vanilla extract. Yeah. Yeah. And, and see, how, you get the point. But finally, as I try to get to my point here on the statues, let's just say for, for you know, all intents and purposes that everyone or most people are against these statues now, right? Okay, so there's an overwhelming majority that are against the Confederates and the Christopher Columbus of the world. What happens when we go to the future and people's ideas change about things? And because that's what all this is, you know, like I'm sure Christopher Columbus was probably looked at by a lot of the you know, people on this, in this, uh, you know, continent as a monster as he was doing these things. But probably a lot of people in society were just like, oh, yeah, well, that's what they're, they're savages. I mean, what do you do? I mean, that that's probably how they looked at it. And in the Confederates, I mean, those people in the South looked at them as, uh, you know, heroes. And I guess they still do. But I will finally get to this point. What happens when we go to the future and we have like statues of Bill Clinton or George Bush or Barack Obama? I mean, those are people that we know. I mean, when you sign up to be president, obviously there are varying numbers. When you sign up to be president, you are basically saying, I, my administration is going to be responsible for the deaths of thousands of innocent people across this globe in the next four years. So, I mean, are we going to look at Bill Clinton, uh, you know? bombing uh you know places in, in in africa and doing it by mistake in many senses but still people were killed uh or even in 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 serbia i don't even remember that war that much of slobodan milosevic but okay i mean george bush i guess you know the whole iraq war or even barack obama droning syrians tens of thousands of families maybe i don't know about tens of thousands but certainly thousands 
of, of innocent families to death. Are we going to be tearing down Barack Obama statues? And who gets to make that decision? Again, I think we, it's easy to look back and say, Confederates, oh, you're bad. We get it. You, the stars, stars and bars stand for slavery, all that. We're done. I just, I, I don't think any of these people really think in their head, like, I'm tearing down this. Well, yeah, by the time you're 80 years old, you might be looking at the people you thought were heroes at 20 years old and not so much. Do you ever think about that? Screw you! Okay, all right, well, go on Twitter and use your catchphrase that everyone's been using the last six months because you have no creativity or anything to say, but go for it. That's sure. I'm just saying, I, 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 I don't like the precedent that it sets. I mean, again, I don't want to live in a place where there are Confederate statues around. It's, it's weird, okay? And you don't even make the, you can almost make the case that, you know what, forget statues ever for anyone because everyone is flawed. Every human is flawed, except for me. But I mean, I saw Winston Churchill, they, 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 they spray painted all over him, said he was a racist. And listen, he, he's got some uh, not so great things in his past, but you know what? He is probably, if you could find one person, single person who saved this world from fascism, it's him, you know? Saved it from fascism, which gives you little pukes the idea, the freedom to do this. Just remember that sort of shit. I think all of this, the statue stuff is a short-sighted, it's a temporary relief. It's like getting a retweet on Twitter and just going, oh yes, I did it. That shit, I don't know. That's all I'm saying. I, I'm not offended by you tearing down a statue of Jefferson Davis. I'm actually for it. I'm just saying, be careful what you do. Be careful what you do. And be careful what you wish for, which is also a segue. So it's been a few weeks but uh, I haven't done a podcast in a while, so I want to come back here. So I got a little few old topics I just want to touch base on, just so you can get my takes on them. You know, Drew Brees, some may say he put his foot in his mouth about uh, he wants people to stand for the national anthem, which I'm so sick of this conversation. I don't understand why we have to continue interjecting this argument into the national dialogue. You are where you stand. Well, pardon the pun. You are where you stand on this subject. It's not changing. There are not people meeting up and going, but listen, let me, I'll tell you this. Oh, wow. That's a great point. Sorry. I never thought about it. Now I'm going to do a 180 and be on your side. That's not happening. Can we stop with this? I've always said my position. I'd rather they stand, but I'm probably over it within a second and a half. I don't care. But he said it. He got all this shit from everyone. We're going to cancel Drew Brees. He apologized. It wasn't good enough. Now we don't even care. I mean, before we wanted to literally, you know, throw uh, Drew Brees off a building, but We've moved on. That's way in the past. But, you know, I, the, what I've always said, too, about sports, and this is the old curmudgeon in me, and you can shit on me if you want. I don't care. I've always said I want the people that I watch sports, my athletes, my, oh, so you own them. Oh, Jesus Christ. No, the athletes that I watch for entertainment, all right, and this is not the poor little athletes. They are infinitely more wealthy than me. So that, that whole idea that I own the athletes or the people that criticize the athletes think that we own them. No, no, believe me. They could buy me a hundred times over. <laughs> it's, okay. I'm just saying I'm also a part of the reason they get the money they do. So I think I might be able to have a little bit of a conversation, a take, an input, suggestion. I've always said, stick to sports. I don't care about your political statement. I don't care liberal. I don't care conservative. Shut up. And it just goes to show you how everything, how liberal it all is, because Drew Brees said this, and the people revolted against them. Aren't you the same crowd that wants athletes to talk? To, to express their opinions? To be out and about and, and tell everyone how they feel about societal subjects? 
be careful what you wish for. Because you can't get mad at people when they go out of their way, out of their sport zone, and give political opinions. And guess what? You may not like them. I, I don't like that stuff. I don't like, again, I don't like hearing from Drew Brees in the first place. I don't, want, I don't care. But you can't get mad at somebody when you, when you just, you get the point. You know what I mean. It's just, be careful what you wish for. I can only say that so many times. Oh man! Anything else going on in football? I guess I hear you know I, I I like Dr. Fauci, but man, he has covered his bases every single possible way you can. Uh, he says there won't be football now. Who knows? Blah blah blah. blah. Man. Oh, and then the other thing too, I want to talk about, which is kind of the civil unrest with uh, the George Floyd thing. Um, and then I guess that some guy shot, and I've not been paying attention to the news, and some guy shot in Atlanta. And uh, listen, man, uh, police need police need to be better. What, what do you want me to say? I, I think there there's a lot of things that need to be done. Uh, I think some people have some idiotic ideas, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think that the, I wonder, I wonder how many, you know, let's say this wasn't on video. Let's just say it wasn't on video. Like I, George Floyd would have just been, you know, just another guy. Oh, he had, he had a condition. Autopsy said, did this by life gone. Um, the other thing I just wanted to say about this is it's it, what's been happening recently when it comes to actual mass-produced products. I don't know why I had to yell that. Products. But we're getting rid of uh, Aunt Jemima. Getting rid of Uncle Ben's. Uh, what else? Is that all I saw? I'm sure there's others. Now, I'll say this. I see all these people really angry about that. And I'd like to think... That they're just kind of angry in the sense that the mob has spoken and they've won. But for some people, I think it's really... Is personal the right word? Like, did you ever sit around the table and go, Hey, remember that time that we talked about that and Uncle John was over? And, you know, we talked about uh, Grandma... Bessie and, uh, you know, we were having pancakes and you took out that smooth, delicious Aunt Jemima and we just took it all in, just having some of that good cane sugar and we just enjoyed it. And I mean, when I think about that meeting, that was the last time we saw Uncle John and I just, the, the one thing I remember is Aunt Jemima. No one cares. All right. I, I'll, I'll be honest and I'm not trying to be woke here. I always did think that was a little weird. You know, I mean, it did seem like something like they took a uh, like one of the slaves from the plantation had gone with the wind. They're just like, hey, guess what? You're on a syrup. You're on a syrup bottle now. Congratulations. Gone with the wind's gone. Gone with the wind is gone now, too. They took that off of HBO Max, which I think the woke brigade got a little too much there, uh, seeing that that, uh, that movie has the first black actress or, or actor to win an Oscar. Uh, but hey, as long as you can sleep at night with all your millions of dollars that you save by being woke. Um, but Aunt Jemima, Uncle Ben's, I mean, that kind of shit, uh, it, if it really, really bothers you, I'm sure they're going to make the same product and they're just going to change the name. And you know what the pathetic thing is? I guarantee you there's one person, at least one person in this world right now that is going to save that bottle of Aunt Jemima and they're going to refill it with syrup just so that they can have people over to continue to say... I still serve Aunt Jemima syrup in my house. For as idiotic as that sounds, I guarantee there's one person that that will be their crusade. That will be their Kurt Flood fucking moment. Kurt Flood? Um, but th that'll be their moment to stand up to the to, to the oppressors. I guarantee you. 
and maybe it's me. Uh, <laughs> that's 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 where I draw the line. Aunt Jemima is where I've just I've had enough. I've had it. Uh, so, how's your world doing, huh? It's starting to get hot here in Northern California, which it's always hot. I love that. I, I I hate the cold, but I wish I could live in San Diego where it's like 70, 75 all the time. Like this, this shit here in the Valley here, you know, in, in Sacramento, it's, uh, I mean, it's, it was a hundred today. It's just like, oh yeah, it's going to be a hundred. And again, no humidity, but hundreds, a hundred. It's still hot. So certainly fire season too. There's fires everywhere. Not Nothing to make probably the national news, but there are, there are definitely some fires going on, but, uh, that's life. What do you do? Our governor said that we must wear masks all the time in public, which I've been wearing them anyways. I mean, outside of, you know, walking around the neighborhood, but you know, you go to public places, I've been wearing them. Um, I just don't understand the, 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 the rebellion. I get it. Maybe it's not doing anything. All right. Big deal. And I know they're uncomfortable. It's understandable. But like, is it really that that's going to be your crusade? That's going to be your Kurt Flood moment? Not wearing a mask? Like, is that, that's, that's what you're going to write on Facebook. That's what you're going to put in your photo album from 2020. Oh, there we were. We're at that anti-mask rally. That's right. Remember, everyone was there. No one wore a mask. That's right. Well, some people are, you know, well, they're not with us anymore, but they, they, they had a lot of fun at that thing. That was a lot of, that, that was a lot of fun. Screw masks. Then I see some people with the, <laughs> who, who wear the mask, but they don't wear it properly. Like, see a mask on and they see somebody. Then they pull the whole thing down to talk to the person. It's like, what, what do, you, do you understand the, the complexities and the barriers of this mask? I mean, it's like wearing a pair of pants and like leaving them at your ankles. Like you're, 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 you're not helping yourself or the other people that, you know, put it over their mouth, but put it over the, don't leave their nose up. It's like, yeah, that's like putting one pant leg on. You, you're, you're not there yet. You either don't do it or do it. But that's another, I'd say Orange County, man, they, uh, they don't like masks. They don't like Gavin Newsom either. That is, that is a lunatic county. And not even just because whatever, I may disagree with a lot of their politics, but just some of the actions are just incredible, incredible. Uh, but we'll go to baseball here real quick, which let's see, let's go on, let's go on the own Twitter machine. We were told before by the Jeff Passans and the Jack Curry's of the world that, uh, the players had submitted some sort of new plan to the owners, which this whole thing, and, and I'll tell you, the Rob Manfred is guilty of it, and so is the baseball media, of just these like back and forth, like please for and promises it and they're just hollow. It's it's like weekend dad. You know, they're like, oh hey, uh, we're gonna Listen, so we got a new thing going on. It's going to be uh, 75 games. It'll be this. It'll be this. But I'm confident it's going to happen. That's like, you know, the divorced dad being like, hey, listen, let's go to Six Flags this week. Huh? Huh? Yeah. And you get there and it's like, all right, well, listen, Six Flags isn't happening. We're going to go to off-track betting. But listen, you can sit in that chair. You can have as many iced teas as you want. You watch those horses on those big screens. And I'm going to go look at those degenerates over there and have a big conversation about how much money daddy owes them. All right? Maybe it's not the same thing, but you 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 get what I'm saying. I, I hate this 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 bait and switch crap. Uh, this this whole this empty promise garbage. And again, Rob Manfred did it in a week. He did an about face, and every and he see John Heyman, Jeff Passan, or whoever just be. But I, the, I I'm confident. It certainly looks like it. It's most likely, it's very 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 certain. Baseball will happen. It's like at this point, I'm just like, yeah, will it? Okay, cool. What are we gonna play? Three games. Whoever wins, again, 
if your team wins the, the World Series, it's a legit it's a legit season. The rest of the teams, if they don't win, this isn't a legit season. So I, I'm going to say, listen, the Yankees are going to be the ones that win. I will wave my pom-poms and say, you know, the Yankees got us through this. They, they almost got us through 9-11, but they failed. And, you know, this is them just uh, returning the, not returning the favor. <laughs> That's, take that, Al-Qaeda. Yeah, Muhammad Atta, suck on this. Aaron Judge just hit that. I'm sure Giancarlo Stanton is already hurt. Oh, speaking of hurt, Aaron Judge probably too, but. That's we'll allow that as well. We'll allow that uh, uh, the Yankees to win, not Aaron Judge to be hurt because uh, I don't like the way that's looking. Happy birthday to Paul McCartney, huh? Seventy-eight years old. Some of those boomers out there, mom and dad. I uh, gotta be feeling old, huh? You got four four of the Beatles, two of them are dead. One seventy-eight, and uh, I don't know how old uh, Ringo is, but uh, history has told me anything. Who cares? All right. If history's taught me anything, I'm watching Vietnam again. I haven't been watching anything. I watch, what have I been watching? I watched the Vietnam series, which I think I got to hurry because I think that's off of Netflix on the 20th. So uh, I watch a lot of Death and Despair. Oh, that Westmoreland, that General Westmoreland. I hate him. Uh, some terrible show on Amazon called Upload. It's the most predictable. It's, I'm kind of addicted to it now, but it's it's. I do not recommend it. Well, F is for family. Watch that. Uh, I don't know. I don't have much to say there, do I? All right, let, let's move it along here, Brian. This podcast is starting to die here. It's on life support. We did that. We did that. We did that. Uh, oh, well, I guess in baseball, if you want to look at it. <laughs> it's a little old. But how about that deadbeat Noah Syndergaard, huh? He doesn't pay his rent and goes to Twitter to whine about it. That guy sucks so much. And if he were on my team, my team, because, uh, you know, I'm part of the team. I'm an owner. Uh, he Mets fans have to grind their teeth, having to uh, clench their teeth, having to defend that guy. He sucks. He sucks so much. He wants to be a tough guy, and then the next second he's having an argument with with a, with a mascot, with a big head. <laughs> he sucks. All right, we got that out of the way. Uh, let's see. Oh, the other thing with baseball I want to talk about. <laughs> you know, so the latest proposal uh, from the players is that it will be a universal DH. And I see all these people on Twitter bent out of shape, you know, National League fans, I presume, bent out of shape by the DH. I I, 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 I got to call some of you guys out because I think, well, part of you, you're probably subconsciously uh, doing this is you root for a National League team and you think that's like interesting, this strategy would... Um, who's that? That's the real estate agent. The house looked good. Yeah, looked great. Same one we bought. Um... Julia, you made me lose my train of thought. I got to pause it. Okay, that's right. So, designated hitter, right? Where was I? Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, so, some of you think that, you know, it makes it interesting. Or the game is, you know, it's a necessity to, to the game. And then the other people just want to be contrarians to go, oh, we can't lose this. We can't lose this part that makes baseball so dynamic and so unique and so interesting. We can shut up. No one, listen, you know what's interesting about, about pitchers hitting? Something like every, like once a month, maybe at the most, someone doing something that you didn't expect. That's not interesting. Oh, I, I love seeing pitchers strike out on three pitches. I love seeing them wear the the winter jacket and just stand there and watch three pitches go by. I mean, to a sport that's dying in baseball, a, a sport that can't even get their shit together to actually have a season, we need more pitchers hitting. Get your head out of your asses. The DH is done. Excuse me, the DH, we want the pitchers hitting is done. That's over. 
And I guarantee you, you put a DH on these National League teams, these fans will forget about the pitcher hitting in 2.2 seconds as soon as that DH hits a game-winning home run. Oh, but I really wanted to see freaking, you know, James Paxton get up there and, and do some. Well, he plays it. I really wanted to see, uh, you know, Jacob deGrom, you know, maybe, maybe, just maybe ground out to the first baseman. Oh, God, imagine how great that would be. Who cares? I that I you know I know it's like Brian, why are you that mad about it? I just it's 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 a conversation that's been going on for so long, and it's it's misinformed and or disingenuous. That's the way I've always looked at this. Oh yes, yes. Let's take a boring sport and make it more boring. How about how about we take away the DH not the pitcher hitting the American League? That's fun too. How about we get some fans out there and we have a Roldis Chapman pitch and he try and they try to hit off him? Like that could be really fun, right? That's more action. That'll get more fans. I guess those fans that actually maybe get off the plate, they'll watch more, at least for that second. But I see the, the the announcers won't even be in the stadiums or even in the cities where these games happen, supposedly. They will be like, John and Susan would be like in New York watching on a monitor. So you're going to make these senior citizens go on there and try to watch what's going on there. Which, again, listen, I know John struggles with the fly ball in real life anyways, but are we going to get a Yankees win, Yankees win in like a, a radio studio? Like... I mean, it's probably best for them that they're 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 not traveling. I saw the NBA is going to get back to. I, I know I'm all over the place here now. We're we're almost done, but I I, I did want to say this. So the NBA has got all their stuff together. Now listen, they're they're on point, man. They're going to be the players going to be wearing a ring that shows them if there's COVID nineteen like around them and like a some sort of parameters around them, and it has ninety percent accuracy. Why is the government not working on this? Why? why? I mean, I, I'm sure they would probably do some sort of contract with Apple or Google, and that would end up just tracking us everywhere, which, I mean, sounds like it's basically happening anyways in these things that we call cell phones. But the NBA, that seems like you feel like, and I understand they're a private organization. They have more funds to do this sort of stuff or more forward thinking than the government, obviously. And that goes for any government. It goes for Barack Obama's government. It goes for Donald Trump's government. It doesn't make a difference. Don't try to say I'm playing sides. Uh, I like how Trump thought I am all over the place. I like how Trump thought the Supreme Court uh, decisions were about him. When he said, I'm starting to think that the Supreme Court doesn't like me. Imagine these guys and gals going this far in life to get to the Supreme Court to worry about the feelings of the President of the United States. <laughs> about a single person. Jesus Christ, dude. Do you know anything about law? I mean, because I do, obviously. So that was uh, that was the mashup there. That was like five thoughts in one minute with uh, no uh, connective tissue whatsoever. So that's a podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's been about, it was almost a month, man. Man, oh man, I got to get better about this. I've been saying this for about a year, though. But hey, I don't quit. I'm still here. I, uh, I'm still here doing the podcast. You get to hear me. So what do you got on tap this weekend, huh? Oh, okay. Yeah, sounds all right. Me? Most likely going furniture shopping. We were going to go meet a dog that we were going to pick up, but both my wife and I were way overzealous. For whatever reason, we thought the process was going to take so much longer. And we're like, oh, uh, yeah, well, well, we'd love to meet the dog, all that. And they're like, yeah, so you'd be adopting him on Saturday. And I'm just like, Saturday? Dude, we're not even in our house yet. We're in, we're in the middle of moving. What, what, what's going on? And it's definitely my fault. Like, it just wasn't thinking. I think it was just giddy. Like, got a house. Let's get a dog. I mean, you know, white picket fence, all that shit. So, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, we're going to do some furniture shopping. I don't know what else we're going to do. Maybe a hike. I don't know. Because that's what you do in California. I mean, listen, just check out my Instagram page. Beautiful, beautiful scenery. 
It's uh, my friend Russ always uh, compliments me on my photography. I think it's facetious, um, but uh, still, I like it. That's a podcast, people. I will hopefully talk to some of you on Twitter in the future. I just don't know if I'm ready to get back into that yet. Uh, I'm not doing this for attention, like where's Brian or anything like that. I just, I do need just a little break. Because even though I went on there for a few minutes today and I'm just like, oh God, oh, this DH shit, all these, these, all, all these... All the all, all the all these these people that are just crowd pleasing fart smellers, who 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 live in New York and you know who who do I don't know whatever they, you know you know the type. Listen, you go on Twitter. Is that person have a fiery opinion about something and you don't know who they are? Oh my God, they work for some sort of fifth rate baseball thing. Oh yeah, they're just playing to the masses. They don't have a genuine feeling or they're eunuchs. I've always said this. You can listen to the show on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube. Uh, Podbean, FM player, uh, and follow me on Twitter at BrianBuck13 and at RedTicketBlues. So I want the rest of you to, the rest of you, all of you, not just some of you. This is not separate but equal. This is equality, all right? Equal rights, as Peter Tosh would say. Equal rights. I don't want justice. I want equal rights. So I want all of you to enjoy your weekend. We're going to talk next week. We are. In the midst of all this. Still crazy to think, oh, by the way, there's a pandemic going on. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> There's a pandemic going on, by the way. <sighs> Stay safe, everyone. Don't get too crazy. And, and listen, I, I'm learning this. If you need a break from Twitter, do it. Because sometimes it will rot your brain. And I feel happier. I mean, some of you may listen to this podcast and go, really? You seemed a bit passionate about the DH. I understand. I understand. But, uh, okay. Thank you all for listening. Even for these large gaps within podcasts. You guys are the best. I, uh... I say my prayers every night that you guys exist. So, with that being said, I'm gonna. You can't judge apple by looking at a tree. You can't judge honey by looking at the bee. You can't judge a daughter by looking at the mother. You can't judge a book by looking at the cover. Oh, can't you see? Oh, you misjudged me I look like a farmer, but I'm a lover Can't judge a book by looking at the cover I gotta say, you got your radio turned down too low. Turn it up. Ow. You can't judge sugar by looking at the cane. You can't judge a woman by looking at her man. You can't judge a sister by looking at her brother. You can't judge a book by. Looking at the cover, oh, can't you see? Oh, you misjudged me. Well, I look like a farmer, but I'm a lover. Can't judge a book by looking at the cover, come on. Oh, how am I doing, baby?
while looking in the pond You can't judge right from looking at the wrong You can't judge one by looking at the other You can't judge a book by looking at the cover Oh, can't you see? Thank you. 